Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mind Your Wellness podcast. And I'm Obel, and I have with me Patricia. And we have a special guest for this episode. I am super excited um, for this top topic that we're about to embark or actually dissect. Um, I have a friend of mine that is here today and we have the beautiful Kayla. Yes. Kayla, oh my goodness. I am so excited to have her here. Y'all just don't know. Like this is a long time coming. Long time this coming. is a very long time coming because I'm just like, I, I really admire you. Um, I, I I was like, let me save all of the good stuff that I had to say. I, I already told you that like before we started sh- shooting. Like, I really think Kayla is just a genuine soul. Like, I really do think you a genuine soul. You just always willing to help. And you are a woman in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, you now a mother, a wife. <laughs> and it's just like you're just a beautiful person. And oh. I feel like I we met in Orlando. And I'm so excited yeah. that we did mm-hmm. because crossing path with women like your mm-hmm. of your caliber mm-hmm. it's really hard it's really yeah, hard just the genuine is. people mm-hmm. that supports you no matter what's so always there when you call them yeah. um i i'm just excited and i wanted to just open up with that because <laughs> <laughs> oh, i just want to yeah. say how much i really do appreciate you yeah, um we're gonna have a really interesting conversation mm-hmm. pat i know yeah, i know you really have a pure spirit i was telling <laughs> obel that today i'm like i propose her your name Mm-hmm. Um, even though she knew you first, but <laughs> <laughs> because I enjoy having a conversation with you, and I and also you have to teach me how to do makeup. <laughs> okay. So, but today we're gonna talk about sex. Yes, Yay. that's the topic. We're gonna talk about sex, and just I'm gonna give you guys a little mm-hmm. bit of Kayla's background, but I'm gonna allow her to speak more about it. Mm-hmm. But I know you're a sex coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you are minute. Well, we'll say you are very big in ministry, <laughs> so you are somewhat a preacher that goes yeah. all around the the world. I would say that goes and yeah. preach. Your mother and your wife, and you are like you just accept. You're like just amazing <laughs> so just give the people a little bit more about you who you are and you know just anything you want to share okay well hey everybody uh my name my new name anyway is kayla Droisset. <laughs> that's right i know um, that's right formerly known as kayla williams um i am a mother i am a wife i have a two-year-old um i am a certified makeup artist so i do mm. a lot of makeup yeah. and i love it i am very big in women's ministry and having ministry outside the four walls of the church. And so I believe there are so many things and passions that God has given us Mm -hmm. that can all be used to glorify him that don't need to be done inside the church. And so I'm very big on that. I'm very big on that. So I do uh, makeup. Um, I even do wigs every now and then, does some hair. So that's a lot of fun. And I am a sex coach in training, aka an intimacy and wellness expert. Wow. That's my other name. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we, we use that name for the church folk, okay? Uh, Intimacy and wellness expert. For the church folk. Yeah. So please give us the <laughs> non-church folks. Because we are sex coach. Okay, just the sex, okay, just the sex because coach. Because it's hard for some people in church to hear sex to hear coach. Sex. Oh, That's yes. true. It's very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a shock factor to it. Okay. So when yeah, I say okay. intimacy and wellness... <laughs> It's a little easier to digest. Listen, y'all are laughing. I'm so serious. It is so. I've. It's been a. It's hard telling the people of God what I do. Oh my god. There's been a lot of kickback. There's a lot of. 
I won't even, I can't even say frustration. People clutch their pearls when they hear what I just do. Just the fitness. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, yeah. oh my goodness, you do that? And then I get yeah. so many people who are like, mm-hmm. how do you mix ministry and God with sex? And oh. I'm thinking I, to myself, what? Don't like, you, you don't have it? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he it's create it? Yeah. I think it's just this little, uh, like, I feel like people in, special, I guess, well, we're mm-hmm. seven days, so we can only speak for our, for our religion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of times we have this prestige just attitude yeah. where we don't mingle with this and it's like yeah. even if something is cr- so beautiful as sex that was created by mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. if used the correct way is yeah. so great yeah. they just look at it like it's dirty yeah. you can't do that yeah. like we can't yeah. get down like that exactly and but they have 12 yeah. kids <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's where I was gonna go next because even with our parents you know our yeah. great I mean our grandparents yeah. been together for a long time have seven children but then you can never say the word sex yeah yes. it's like how do you have seven children first of all yeah <laughs> they think the stork brought them god blessed you know anything but sex but sex but I'm so glad you're here but, because mm-hmm. I want us to break those barriers yes. and before yes. we dive into those questions girl thank you for that beautiful introduction and just <laughs> giving it <laughs> giving it like that for the church folks um <laughs> but we're gonna play a little game and just you know get a little relaxed and then yes. we can dive into that conversation I'm yes. and i'm excited yes. for it but yes. like one thing i really want to ask is if you could have dinner with a historical figure hmm. who would it be and why oh my god wow oh my god now that I'm requires a lot of thinking yeah i was like I, I, th- that's that's a question you send to people like <laughs> yeah. One week in advance. Yes, I can get and my then good I go questions. my research. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you answer it for Okay, us? so I, I definitely, honestly, it's weird to say, but I feel like I'm going to the Bible. Mm. Okay. Mm. I want to, I, I really want to sit down with Esther. Mm. Yeah, I want to sit down with Esther and figure out like how she used her womanness to actually save her people mm-hmm. and like what exactly was going on in her mind mm-hmm. while doing that without thinking I might I might die I might like yeah, really yeah, be executed yeah, right, right, and right. something goes wrong but it's had the had to had the courage mm-hmm. and another person I'm thinking is Deborah Ooh. The judge, the judge. Oh, mm-hmm. she, she, she's bad because people say women are so emotional mm-hmm. all the time, no. and she's able to like. You know, like mm-hmm. made the decision, and she was in a powerful position yes. back then in the Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. I mean, those those are the two. Like, I think I'm just thinking about women in the Bible because I was just like historically. So let's nah. go there. Let's stay yeah, with that. Okay. Women in the Bible. Let's think mm-hmm. of people in okay. the Bible that yeah, we okay. want to. We'd like mm-hmm. to be okay. I if like I that. could think of somebody, I think I would love to meet the two midwives mm-hmm. who delivered those children um, when they were told to kill all the boys and only deliver the girls. I would love to, because I think in, in a time, especially where we live right now, Mm -hmm. where we hear rules and we hear mandates and there's so much killing of our black men anyway, to save a black man, Mm -hmm. to save little black boys, Mm -hmm. to give them hope in the future and to know that you could possibly die saving somebody else's future. Mm -hmm. That's intense to me. Um, And then on top of that, after they did all this, God blessed them with their own families. So, and midwives weren't, they were midwives because Mm -hmm. they didn't have kids they didn't have families they didn't have husbands that's what they had the job they had so to go from hey I'm a midwife because I have no family of my own to Mm -hmm. all of a sudden God opening my womb as well and Mm -hmm. allowing me to have kids too like that's cool so I love to talk to them um and another woman 
Me and Eve got to talk. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know, Me right? Me and Eve have some conversations <laughs> yeah, to have. Yeah. Because... Uh, there's just a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, I would love to talk to Mother Eve That's very... and see where what we were what we were going through in our minds. Because honestly, we are we have Eve like decisions all the time. Mm. Yeah. It just yeah. sucks that hers, mm. we can actually feel mm-hmm. the consequences of her decision. Yes. Yeah. Our next generations won't feel our decisions Decision. right now. Mm. That's See, a topic right that, there. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. won't feel them right mm-hmm. now, but yeah. they're going to feel them later. Yeah. You know, when, especially like for us, Afro-Caribbean centric yeah. uh, diaspora, when we talk about, oh, if only my great grandmother, instead of Ooh, doing this, yeah, she could have came to America yeah, and bought land yeah, or she yeah. could have done it. You know, all these things that we we get upset with our, with our generations for mm-hmm. not doing before us. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we would disappoint some of our Those are really good future ones. generations oh as well. But really so I just, just want to so have a conversation. Good. That with is so good. Wow. Go no, you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking the whole time because yeah. we have so many, and we just finished a series on like women in the Bible. Ooh. Yeah, I think I I think I have a, a woman and a man. Okay, like okay. I would want to meet um, Apostle Paul. Okay, mm. because I'm like Ooh, you know he was an intellectual and he did this whole 360, you mm. know, and then he he wrote like most of the books, you know, mm. more than the disciple who were mm. with Jesus. So I would love to kind of just sit with him and know the process of like you know mm-hmm. like what happened, you know, how did you feel, mm-hmm. you know, going back to that same environment and then um, now instead of killing people, you're actually trying to bring them to Christ. Oh, yes. You right? know, yes, it right? takes some bravery to it do does. that yeah. kind of things. Yeah. I would also love to meet um, Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because I'm like, how do you go from yes. having seven demons yes. to being so close to Jesus exactly. as to being even considered as one of the disciples? Mm. I mean, Mary Magdalene was everywhere. everywhere. She was, she financed Jesus's ministry, yeah. followed him everywhere. Powerful woman. And then I would love to ask him like, okay, so you had the seven demons, but now you just like, you love Jesus that much. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, like, exactly. I want to know. It's almost like coming out of trauma and now yeah. you know Jesus and then this is your identity. Mm-hmm. That had to make you feel some type of powerful. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like, even though Jesus has like 12 men, but mm-hmm. I know my place, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. close to Jesus and nobody's going to push me out of it. It's, yep. it's just nice. Yeah. yeah. That, those are That's really deep. good. Mm-hmm. You see now, you said that you had to think about that question. <laughs> you really didn't have to because you talk about the woman in the Bible all the time. Well, so yeah. I kind of made it just yeah. easy but for you. <laughs> ask me to pick a favorite. Yeah. So it's, a lot. it's really a lot of powerful mm-hmm. people and it, I, I wanted to go back to his, like when they say historically, I didn't mm-hmm. think about now. I thought about the Bible days yeah. when it was hard. Hard times. Yeah. Uh, But those are really good answers, guys. And my last question before we go a little bit further into those conversations is what is the one of the most memorable thing that happened to you? And why is that the most significant moment of your life? It could be your first job, your first, you know, just having a family, whatever it is. What is that big moment um, that you that your first like the first thing that happened in your life that you want to share? And that was really memorable. The first big moment? Of course. Uh, there's wait. God has been too good to where yeah, I don't have yeah. a one moment. Yeah. I'll start there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you a very pivotal moment for me, yeah. to which I've shared with both of you before. Yeah. Um the moment when I I got past 20 weeks in carrying Denzel. Yeah. And I was told that he was healthy. 
and I was having a boy. Mm. Um, I had miscarried before that at six months. And so I was afraid that my next, I would never be able to do this again. And I remember being told by doctors when I was 15 Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't be able to have children. So I had this very pre-made mindset that I'm never having kids pretty much, right? And so when my husband and I got pregnant with Denzel, there was so much doubt that he would make it Mm -hmm. because I've been down this road before. I've done this before. And I remember... God and I had a long conversation and I remember him saying that he will be healthy and you will have him. Mm. And that was deep for me because it, it God's word right there at that moment mm. literally smashed everything man has told me mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. Like man's word couldn't prevail against God's word. That's right. And then getting past 20 weeks, because you know, mm-hmm. your mom, you know that, Getting past 20 weeks is a big pivotal moment because anything bad, you yeah. can miscarry. I mean, you can miscarry anytime. anytime but yeah. before 20 weeks yeah. is very sensitive. Yeah. And so I was praying every day. God, just make, let me make past yeah. 20 weeks. Let me make past 20 weeks. Yeah. And I did. And just to know that God's word is so true. Mm-hmm. He keeps his promises to us. Mm-hmm. Um and that my body did this. Wow. I think that was yeah. really, really big for me. Yeah. Um, and then now. I'm not big. Now, I respect people in the mm-hmm. medical field. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I also believe and stand on the word of my God. That's yes. right. That's right. Only and one. That, is, that is the one word I'm standing Only on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only That's word. It. Like, I come to Jesus with, I hear a diagnosis. I'm coming to God. I'm like, God, yeah. will we? Will I make it through? And will we win this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever my God says, that's the, that's the attitude that I'm going to take on. Amen. And, so. you know, I love that she says that because yeah. even in the medical field, you'll realize sometimes um, um, professionals will tell the patient, well, whatever your faith is, mm-hmm. it saved you. Yes. Like they'll yes. recognize, yes. Yes. They'll yes. recognize yes. that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that sci- the science that I mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, right now would have told me otherwise. You yeah. should have been gone. But yeah. it's like whatever your faith is that mm-hmm. actually, you know, helped you mm-hmm. um, overcome whatever yeah. you, you went biological. through. And it's biological. When you believe something, you yeah. trick your brain into thinking yeah. that it's real. Yes. And that can also improve <laughs> your whole body. Into, yeah. you know, it's like you need that seed from God. And yeah. once God tell you that thing and you hold on to it and you believe it, yeah. now your body actually believes that you yeah. can do this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the seed first. You exactly. have to have the word from God. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? That's the power of your mind. mind. That's yeah. And that's why I always tell people, like, why do people just neglect the mind so much when mm-hmm. it's so connected to it the is, physical? To everything. Like, everything, everything is connected to the mind. And, yes. and then that's why Jesus says as well, you know, life and death is in the power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah. What you speak over yourself, mm-hmm. what you allow people to speak over yeah. you yeah. word curses are real exactly. and i i can't can you only imagine how healed we would be how different we would be if we did not absorb every word of advice yes. or every word curse that was spoken over us in yes. times because yes. we we one. take that stuff in but yeah. anyway but that's that's, that's a pivotal moment that's yeah. I, that's yeah. Yeah. You're, you're very i could tell you're very Good mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's a pivotal moment for, for you? For you. <laughs> for you. I'm like, I'm for you. <laughs> no, we're going to go to you, Pat. <laughs> Trying to take it away. Well, well, I, I've had so many because mm-hmm. I feel like I had a lot of transition in my yes, life. That's the thing. It's like every transition in my life, like when I enter my, my 20s, mm-hmm. um, um, when I enter my 30s. But a pivotal moment for me was like like 29 
mm-hmm. where God show me my father. Because I feel like I've always had that trauma. You know how you raised in Haiti, like your parents are abroad and things. Mm-hmm. And other um, 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 family issue when it comes to my dynamic with my, my dad. Mm-hmm. And... I, I was lost mm-hmm. in my 20s. I was lost. And I, I kind of just uh, fill myself with achievement in school and okay. things. Mm-hmm. And I was good at it. So I get my validation from my community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that kept me going. But I was still broken. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see that until I... I've had like one stable relationship and that's my husband now. Mm-hmm. Like we've been together since like high school. I can tell Aww. you my age. I mean, <laughs> I can tell not my age, like the age that we started. <laughs> but he was like that one stable thing. So he becomes like, like the flaws are coming out mm-hmm. because this is one some that is somebody that's close to you. Mm-hmm. And then we got married at, when I was like 21. So now it's like we in college and we are married and we are going through all of those transitions together. And I'm seeing myself and I don't I don't like it, but I don't know how to change it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, I did therapy after um, um, a suicide attempt and all of these things. But then at 29, I had this dream that I was lost in this town. And then um, and then this man kind of just grabbed my hand and said, let me go show you your father. Mm. And then I saw there was a long line of people waiting to meet this man. He was sitting at the table. And then the man kind of just went right in front of the line with me. And then, and then he's like, he took my hands, put it in the hand of the person at the table and said, this is your father. And I felt in the dream, this is what, not like, the earthly father. I know this was not my dad. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And okay. I felt like it was like Jesus. Like like God is telling me, I am your, your father. father. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what's going on, what happened in your life. I'm your father. And once I have that, it's like, okay, I have a father figure now. I have yeah. somebody to look yes. up to. Yeah. And all of these things, like I still have to do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, I feel like I had this new identity. And I think a lot of people saw the shift in me yeah. at 30. Um, so they're like, she's changed. What's yeah. going on? She's oh, preaching on social media that. now. Mm. She's like doing all of these things mm. and stuff like that. And that was not me. That was like a big shift. Yeah. And I think I'll always remember that moment when God introduced himself to me again. Like, yeah. I am your father. Yeah. 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 And that was big for me. You know what? Go to ahead, keep Oka. mine really brief, because I think I have a similar experience. And I think when I... God kind of showed me mm-hmm. my purpose. Mm-hmm. I think that was a pivot because a lot of time I've realized when people don't have purpose, that's when a lot of su- suicidal thoughts happen. Yes. A lot of the depression happen. And although I was in that state of mind of depression, mm-hmm. I noticed that once I believed in my purpose and knew why I was on earth mm-hmm. and what I was, my mission was, it kind of alleviated some of that mm-hmm. stress of trying to do everything, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. still have. <laughs> but at least, oh, yeah. at least now... <laughs> At least now I know Uh who I am and God and I know what he has called me to Mm -hmm, be is, mm -hmm. you know, like it's and also like it's it's really hard just trying to be a PK. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a PK and (laughs) y'all the trauma, the PKs. Have to go through. Mm. Oh yeah, I yeah. Do not it's, envy it's, you. Um, yeah, the traumas PK <laughs> goes through. It's like you feel like you have this pressure to perform. Yes, performance. performance. And it's like now I kind of I think I was what maybe twenty seven I would mm-hmm. say, and it's like God I st- started doing the work. 
mm-hmm. in myself, like acknowledging some of the things that I was actually dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, I found my my passion with with safe souls yeah, and just thinking yeah. about the mind, and that's why you know yeah, this whole thing is happening right now because it's like it's so important, like mm-hmm. knowing who you are, having a, your passion, yes. taking care of your mind, taking care of yourself. Like it's so pivotal for yeah. me when I realize, okay, I need. You know, like I, I just need to love me mm-hmm. and also follow God's yeah. purpose for my life. Oh my God. And so I that that was big. Just to get- <laughs> we went away from the topic. I know. It's so good. Yes. Yes. It is so good. I, I loved it. We just want to go where the Holy Spirit leads us, right? Uh, yes. But let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's <laughs> yes. just dive right in. Oh my God. That, let's dive right in because now that we're talking about wellness, you know, Sexual wellness is really important. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some misconceptions that you have about sexual wellness, Kayla, that you see maybe outside of the church or inside of the church mm-hmm. um, that you want to kind of sh- straighten out? And what is the importance of sexual we- wellness when you think mm-hmm. about it? So, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and there is a difference between inside the church thought process and outside the that church thought process mm-hmm. and how people have been taught to think about what is healthy in their sexual lives, right? At church, what is healthy is one partner um, never having sex outside of that. I don't explore anything. I only have sex during the day or to make children. Um, I don't ask too many questions. I don't have a lot of partners because that makes me saved. And um, God is going to be pleased as long as I don't watch porn. Those are misconceptions in the church. For people in the world, not necessarily church people, I think it is... Make sure I'm not sick. I don't have an STD. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have any kids all over the place. I mean, that's church and on church too. Um, But definitely with the, oh, just got to make sure that my body can perform. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just need to make sure I have a good, I have a good, uh, what would you call it? It, I have have a good. Sex sex drive. Yeah. Like I I have a good reputation with my sex. Like people know I'm either really good at it or haven't done that many Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so which are all, they have truths to them, but would they, would you consider that healthy thinking? No. Because you can have one partner your whole entire life and have no idea about your body, have no idea how to have sex properly, have no idea how to communicate in your marriage or in your relationship about sex. But people glorify, oh, I've only had one partner. That Mm -hmm. does not do anything if you're neglecting your partner's sexual needs and desires. If you bash your partner's Mm -hmm. sexual needs and desires and Mm -hmm. fantasies, if you are mocking them or putting them down or demeaning Mm -hmm. them and trying to use scripture to do that Ooh. no that is not healthy we're not I, healthy i have a question yes go, go ahead. ahead i have a question i heard you say having sex properly mm-hmm. how hmm. do you have sex properly you have sex edu- educatedly <laughs> <laughs> having educated sex i apologize on my grammar police out there no. having educated sex that's how mm. we have it properly mm. having sex where we understand mm 
the body. Yeah. Mm. Because there are people doing it wrong because mm. they don't understand how the body works. Mm. It's more than penetrative. It's more than, excuse my French, penis and vagina. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. Mm. It we can is, say that on here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's so much more than just uh, sexual body parts. It's yeah, more than that. Yeah. It's more than just setting a mood, turning on R&B and turn uh-huh, down the lights. Yeah. It's more than that. It is understanding what you like, mm-hmm. understanding what they like, mm-hmm. and doing it together and communicating. Mm-hmm. It's just like what is having a friendship properly. It's when you're not a mm-hmm. get when you're not a taker, mm-hmm. and you are both giving as well. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. We have to apply those to our sexual partners as mm-hmm. well. The same way that we like to make sure that we are good employees yeah, and yeah. we have good leadership and we listen well. The mm-hmm. same way we want our partner or our friends to be able to check on us and talk to us and hear our hearts we have to do the same thing with our partners in sex i feel like sex sometimes gets the sloppy second sex gets like the the backwash sex just gets the leftovers we don't serve Mm -hmm. sex the well the right way or the healthiest way and i can definitely say that for church people okay which i was just about to say that part (laughs) yeah and so let me and just saying this too with my caveat not only not only do I do ministry and preach mm-hmm. but church people are my demographic yes. because I believe church people are the most sec- un- uneducated mm-hmm. unhappy um sexually frustrated demographic Ooh. out there you know what i mean there's cravings and you are too scared to say you want it right, right. um or there and we've gone through so much church trauma yeah. y'all you know culturally yeah. and, and traditionally and just um and, and denominationally yeah. all these things and we've had religion take us and put bounds and 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 binds on us when that is not mm. it at all mm. how are you set free in church and in your worship but in your sex life you're still bound mm. wow go ahead Kayla I, 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 I Kayla's ready to yeah, preach how, how, how are we how are we there how do we have a health message and you know not to eat pork and you don't yeah, you don't eat right, shrimp right, yeah. right, and, right. and you make sure you're in your house before the lights come yeah. down on a Friday night yeah. but you don't even know and honor your spouse when mm-hmm. they want oral sex yes I have and you're frustrated with church people because you're sexually frustrated. Yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> it's a full circle. You know, I love this conversation because I feel like we're diving like more into that conversation. Mm-hmm. But I love that you're your demographic is church people yeah. because right. a lot of us don't really have a comfortable like we don't we don't feel comfortable talking about yeah. this. Yeah. And I, I my question is honestly like what would you tell a you know like a, your daughter or you know, a daughter, if you have a daughter, if you have a daughter mm-hmm. or somebody that no, is I'm watching. Gonna, I'm going to have a daughter. Y'all better tell my I know that we, we, preach, we preach on purity, right? Yes. We do preach about the virginity yes. and how you should keep your virginity and things like that, obviously, according to what we believe in the mm-hmm. Bible, right? But what is some of the things that you, you find can be true or false about that concept? I want to go on record and say I am very much against purity culture. Mm. Oh, wow. I'm very much against it. Okay. Purity culture has been used 
to torment the women of God. And it irritates my spirit. We yeah. have used it to beat women into submission for thinking that your little skirt that's at your kneecap is mm. unholy. How did we get here? How did we get to red lipstick mm. meant that I was a yeah. heathen? How yes, did we get yes, to yes, yes. me having a boyfriend meant I'm a harlot? We deem women with purity culture when mm. men don't get they no. get passes. Yeah. Women get beat with purity culture. Purity culture was not made for women. It was to bind women. Oh, and wow. I am against that. Yeah. I am against it because there's there's too many times in churches where I go there mm -hmm. and when I go to preach for somebody and there's a woman who comes up to me and she's like, I've never seen somebody as pretty as you preach. Wow. And as this is so offensive. That is very offensive. And it's like, and but my heart gets sad. Yeah. My heart is sad. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. haven't you seen a woman preach with lashes on? Why not? Why not? What is it? What is it? That, yeah. Why haven't you seen a woman preach with a wig on before? Right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And as you all know, we're women. Mm -hmm. Remember in school where we couldn't wear tank tops because they said boys would get distracted <laughs> by your shoulder? <laughs> that is purity culture in the church. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's always, you don't want to tempt the man. The man needs to get it together. He needs to find Christ. <laughs> because you're going to tell me mm -hmm. my little sachet mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I'm cute and a little thick. Yeah. Now he's going to fall and it's my fault. Yeah. yeah. No, he needs to learn how to gird his loins mm -hmm. and get it together. You have to learn control, sir. Mm -hmm. And that is the thing. Purity culture does not teach men how to have control. Mm. It does not teach men how to get their flesh under submission. Oh, wow. It makes us wow. feel deemed. And I'm not, I'm not with that. Hello, wellness enthusiast. If you are on the lookout for a holistic company offering natural remedies and skincare products with pure ingredients, your search ends here. Green Olive Tree Outreach was founded with a mission to address community respiratory needs. Recognizing the importance of skincare, they've crafted exceptional skin loving soaps using locally sourced whole plants like Servile Orange, Grapefruits, and mangoes. They offer skin conscious soaps with natural ingredients like coconut oil, olive oil, shea butter, and clays. These soaps are specifically formulated to help nourish the skin, exfoliate dead skin cells, promote new cell growth, and stimulate white blood cells for skin restoration. These bars penetrate the skin rapidly, offering pain relief, inflammation soothing, and balance whole oil production. Great options for both men and women. But that is not all. GoTo has something special for our little ones. The Tender Care Baby Soap. Perfect for babies, of course, and people with super sensitive skin. And to our listeners and viewers, Green Olive Tree Outreach is excited to offer an exclusive discount. So use our code hashtag wellness for a fantastic 12% off of your first purchase at go to botanical.shop. So that's again, hashtag wellness for a 12% off at go to botanical.shop. Elevate your self-care journey with go to your well-being is a journey and we are here to walk it with you. How to get your flesh under submission. Mm -hmm. Let's go to social media with that. Yeah. We are living in the age where I grab my phone, mm -hmm. 
just slide depends on the people that you are following yeah, sometimes yeah. the people you follow they follow other somebody pages else. Yeah. and instagram yeah. give you all kind algorithm. of suggestions yeah. yes, and yes. things so now I, i think i shared it in my story once about even christian couples making out you know mm. and and be a little bit too sexy i mean it's fine mm-hmm. kissing and all of these things that's fine get a little bit too sexy with like bikinis mm-hmm. and things grabbing each other's mm-hmm. in different parts uh-huh. uh-huh. mm-hmm. then it becomes like we watching soft, soft porn, porn. Yeah. almost a little bit so now how do we because the bible teach um teaches about like watching out for each other mm-hmm. right even though the person might be beautiful and things but shouldn't you watch out for your brother who's probably browsing mm-hmm. um online knowing that um like if mm-hmm. i if i if i'm grabbing my spouse's butt yeah. that might actually cause somebody else was watching to mm-hmm. feel some kind of way even mm-hmm. about your wife to stumble yeah. Mm-hmm. right yeah. like do you think like even though we're supposed to keep um they're supposed to watch for themselves but shouldn't we also be mindful yeah yeah to watch yeah. out for each other a certain yeah. way yeah the bible talks about not yeah. being a stumbling block to your brother right the, mm-hmm. we we talk about that stuff yeah. my biggest thing is when you are questioning whether or not you should post or unpost what is in your heart mm-hmm. what is the holy spirit saying because i promise yeah. you the holy yes. spirit going to speak yeah And you, we, we know. Oh yeah, we, oh, we yeah, know. We oh yeah, we, we know. know. And let me even speak for myself. I know. And there are so many because I am free in so many aspects of my mm-hmm, life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I call. I, I use hashtags like sexy and saved and mm-hmm. pretty preacher because yeah. I am free in certain aspects. Yeah. But then I also know I hold a responsibility not even just to myself but to my household, yeah. to my husband yeah. that I'm reverencing and respecting him yeah. to where men don't feel comfortable yeah. DMing and commenting. Mm-hmm. on how sexy or good I look yeah. and that that disrespects him and his leadership I love that I, I still I have that I, I, you I know what I, I, I know you have questions <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we can I make. love this angle about how you have a responsibility toward your household yeah you know as a, as a woman even though you're showing like sexy picture online mm. I mean even though you look pretty and things yeah. mm-hmm. but you hold your account a certain way where people don't feel like they can cross that boundary down boundaries how do you do that One very good question yes. by the way keeping keeping it all together in the family and like I said like with my husband if you go on my page you're mm-hmm. going to see my family right. you're going to see my husband yes. you're going to see me and I like to mix it up yeah. I like people to one know hey my husband is very much relevant in my life yeah. <laughs> yeah. cuz some yes. people be like You go through somebody's page, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I don't see their wife. But sometimes, <laughs> but I know they're married. Be a private person that, too, and that's, they don't have yeah. a social media, and they don't have a social so they don't media. use social media no. to advocate so, their their life. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I'm per- perfectly fine with yeah. that. But yeah. you can feel a difference between somebody who's who active, yes, who doesn't post their spouse on yeah. purpose. Mm-hmm. That's true. Versus mm-hmm. somebody who has a spouse that doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. If you on my husband's page, he is not. The social media person, yeah, right, he right, doesn't right. post, he yeah. doesn't do nothing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, he does. That's not his yeah. thing. But it doesn't mean that he neglects me or doesn't want me. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yes, and yes. so, trying to make sure that's that's really relevant in there as well. And my family, like I'm very family oriented, mm-hmm. and making sure my content, okay. like if I'm yeah. always yeah, posting pictures. In a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. If I'm always posting mm-hmm. back shots, mm-hmm. you know, to look back at my <laughs> yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You got that booty <laughs> shot. That's a, that's a, <laughs> Those are the, the booty, booty, the booty angles. What about the mirror? The, the mirror, mirror booty? The booty angle. <laughs> the I remember like the 
sitting on the counter thing. Yes. Like, yeah. it's, it's making yeah. sure and being yeah. cognitive of those things, yeah. your actions. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will speak. Ask him. But like, Jesus, is this okay That's for true. me to post? Yes. Jesus will tell you in a heartbeat. Yes. And he yes. does, because he will get me. Because I'd be yes. like, ooh, this is so cute. <laughs> and he'd be like, send that to your husband. Send that to your husband. Not to, <laughs> not to social media. You see? And send I'd that like, to your husband. Don't, put it, don't oh post my it. Because I have yeah. to also be mindful yeah. that yeah. whenever I go to preach for a church, mm-hmm. the pastor, the churches are looking oh at God. It's just like a job, right? That's they right. look at exactly. your social media yes. platform. Exactly. Yes. And if you would not like your church using this picture to post of you yeah. on mm-hmm. a flyer mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. In, you know, when they do like um, yeah. anniversaries I and the know. church posts and pictures. Right, right, <laughs> if right. you would be uncomfortable, then this should not be posted. I agree. And I love that you asked the question about the soft porn on social media, which bring me back now to, I'm just always speaking from a Christian perspective. If you're a married couple and people you know I don't know what they do but people watch porn yeah and I know that some some of us are liberated from that I know yes. I, I yeah. was introduced to it and yeah. I immediately cut yeah. it and asked yeah. God to yeah. get it out Me of too. my life mm-hmm. um but I want to know like is that how do you see um porn either destroying people's relationship or do you feel like there is a consequence when when they watch porn within their marriage or is there something that can be um, controlled where mm. enough of it is okay or something like that. <laughs> okay. I know from so, me. I know, I know from me. That's five, not it. Five millimeters. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I know from me. That's not it. But I just wanted to ask because in terms of like sexual wellness, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, see that yeah, being something that is good to spice up people's marriages. Well, mm-hmm. so as a Christian futures uh, intimacy and wellness mm-hmm. coach. <laughs> Um, I am very big on we have to talk about traumas first we need to talk about triggers we need to talk about what God has delivered you both from and I see people as couples you need need to come to me as a unit don't come to me separate you need to come as a unit because we need to be able to have these conversations right Um, you need to tell me if you struggle with something before in the past because if you say hey um or like a man comes and he's like, you know, I had a porn addiction back in the day. Mm-hmm. My wife wants us to watch porn to get to that place in our marriage, mm-hmm. but I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could stumble again. Mm-hmm. One, if you have a problem with being able to visualize your spouse as the person you were having sex with or being intimate with, mm-hmm. porn is not the answer. Mm-hmm. It's not. Because you can get so captivated by how somebody in the video mm-hmm. does a move, how somebody in the video speaks, mm-hmm. as somebody in the video moves right, around. Right, right, right. Yes. That could be what you're picturing. And we don't want that. Wow. And let me speak to, in, in my counseling, when you come to me, I don't want that for you. Yeah. I don't want you to imagine other women. I want you to be imagine your, your wife. Your wife? Yeah. I don't want you to imagine other men. I want yeah. you to imagine your wife. Now, granted, we have different fantasies. We have different things that mm-hmm. we might like and mm-hmm. intrigued by. Right. And your spouse might not fit that, 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 that punch hole list mm-hmm. that you have. Mm-hmm. That's okay, too. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. However, for somebody who wants to spice up marriage, my advice to you is make your own movie. Make your own. You know what? Right? I've I love I love my man so much. I want to see him in video. <laughs> and, and vice versa. And, and vice versa. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If if 
if flicks are what we need right. to activate and mm-hmm, engage, mm-hmm, watch mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Make your I, own. No, nah, but that. I'm a little afraid of I, the I, social I, media <laughs> world where everybody can <laughs> hack your phone. Oh, remember Listen. that movie where he goes in the cloud where they were making a sex tape together? I think was it Ashton? In oh, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, Jennifer. I don't remember. I think I know what you're They made a sex tape together and then they save it in the cloud and then the phone, they lost their iPad. Something like that. Listen, so Kayla, you're telling us you're going to make us, you can make a sex tape in that, in your marriage. In your marriage. Listen, that's not for everybody though. Media might not be everybody's thing. I just want to, for those of you right, right. Feel right. like it's gonna be safe. Okay. Who feel comfortable doing mm-hmm. it? Okay, and who it's not coming from this thirsty, lustful, yeah. starving, roaring lion mentality. Mm-hmm. It's right, coming from right. babe. I just want to do something a little different. And I yeah. like watching you because then we have to make sure that we're mindful and cognitive yes. of masturbation. There we go. That's the difference that we open other things. And there are some people who are not open to that. So we need to make sure that we are doing things Mm -hmm. that still fall in line with the marriages, rules and regulations. I am a stickler for mind your own married business. That's That's right. right. I'm very big on that because what you do about. Yeah. I could be like, ooh, girl, I would never. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what I do, yeah. I could be like, ooh, Kayla. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. and, but it's, and yeah. it's the thing of being able to share yeah, and listen, mm-hmm. but that. understand what you do is what you do. What mm-hmm. you and your man have, yeah. or what you and your woman have, that's yours. Yeah, and can nobody touch that because yeah. that's what we've agreed on as a unit. Yeah, yes. the marriage bed is not defiled if there is a a, a mutual conversation and agreement Mm -hmm. on what we do in this house and how we worship our God. Okay. We, that's a good one. Mm. I love that. That's your marriage. Yep. Yep. You know something I heard a pastor said once, like women have no business telling each other what they do in bed bed. and in details. Yeah. This is so disrespectful to describe to another woman how Mm -hmm. your husband Mm -hmm. um, perform in bed because you might put ideas. We are human, and that that was the whole concept of mind your marriage business. Yeah, exactly, mind your marriage business. That that was the whole point of that. But I'm going somewhere else with that. Okay, (laughs) in the age where like. Um, we we're talking about trauma, you know, mm-hmm. how women see themselves yes. physically, yes. you know, how we get to become comfortable with our body yes. and things like everything is like in stages, like some women are not even comfortable having sex in like light with the light on and things. Yeah. So there is mm-hmm. like always like a stage and transition as you grow together. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you start a conversation where you want to do like, imaginary play as your partner Mm. like if you are somebody who's already struggling um you know um with body Mm -hmm. Body which is Mm -hmm. which is like a very common issue for a woman so now if we're having a conversation about you you putting on a wig or you wearing like a skirt or you put in the light on you know now you see me in the light like you see every part you know and now you see everything so now how do you start a conversation and like, what would you um, advise to, like, a man or even a woman? Yeah. Because it's both sides. When it comes to body image 
and how we view ourselves. Men and women have it too. Mm-hmm. I want that to make sure we we put that on record. Men have body image issues as well. That's true. They struggle with what they look like. Mm-hmm. They sometimes just don't care when they do and <laughs> the do like women do. Yeah, you know. Right, right. Some man's like, man, she with me. We in this bed. I guess I'm okay now. Let's just stick it up in there. Women, women, we are like, oh my gosh, my fat roll. Oh my gosh, this this breast is going left. It was going right. Oh my gosh, I wonder if he cares that they don't. They're not equal. Uh Like we care about all things. So we they're going through Mm -hmm. our minds. But men, men definitely Mm -hmm. have it too. Mm -hmm. Before we can even get to role play, before we can even get to spicing up your 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 marriage, Mm -hmm. we have to talk about healing. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about. Uh, like I said, traumas and triggers. We need to talk about God coming in and taking over any piece of body image shaming that we have ever had. When you come to me and when I start opening Mm -hmm. my books next Mm -hmm. year, um, we are going to unravel and unpack because I need to know what I'm working with. That's right. 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 You can't just come to me. And this is another thing when it comes to being a sex coach and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not one I do not watch you have sex. Mm. There are people who do. It's Wait, not me. The sex coach actually watch yeah. people have like so they, they can get pointers, yeah. pointers, and oh help God. you because some people really want that. Oh some God. people want wow. somebody there. That's not me though. <laughs> no, no, she ain't gonna do that don't yeah. come with your sex tape and be like I know. watch us no, no, no. No. we'll be doing things we'll be doing a lot of tutorials with clothes on okay, okay. Mm-hmm. not without um but also, we have to get to the root issues of things. Why are we here? And like I brought up before, yeah. church trauma and church hurt. We, as women, we've been told that doggy style mm. is bad. Mm. It's demeaning. Mm. It's nasty. Mm. We've been told that giving head is is gross. That's mm-hmm. what uh, whorish women do. Mm. That's what that's what the, the the women on the corner do. Right, mm. right. Those are all labels and those are word curses and they stick with us. I know married women to this day in their thirties and their forties who are not, yeah, (laughs) they only will do missionary. Missionary? They will only do missionary because somebody Mm -hmm. told them that getting on all fours is nasty. (laughs) Let's get it. It's not a sin. Because, and you've allowed somebody else's yeah. comments to come into your marriage bed. Mm. You've allowed somebody to come and mind your marriage business. Ooh. Ooh. Mind your business. And the thing is, she's an old lady that probably died <laughs> and when you were 12 years old. <laughs> she's not was, even living anymore. But she's so yeah. taking something from yeah. you. She's taking it from you. Yeah. Let's yeah. just dive into I that right that. quick. I love that because yeah. let's talk about orgasm for a sec. Go Ooh. ahead. Because I think like within like women, the com- women community, like mm-hmm. we can experience orgasm differently. Because yes, some people think about penetration, mm-hmm. orgasm, mm-hmm. and then women that says they don't get, you know, orgasm mm-hmm. through penetration. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. get it through stimulation of yep. the clitoris. Mm-hmm. So now I'm asking like, do you believe as a sex coach that if somebody is not necessarily having penetration orgasm, that they should go and seek for that. And that is the standard in terms of like the kind of Mm. orgasm that is the good one or the healthier one. Or like, what is your take on that? A level to reach. A level to reach Mm. when it comes to the orgasm. So are we asking if the penetrative Mm -hmm. is 
Like, can we do more than penetrative or can we seek a different answer than penetrative? I want to make sure I'm answering yes, the question. Yes, like meaning like if a woman doesn't get orgasm through just penetration, mm-hmm. they never get orgasm yeah, through never, that. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Is that normal? Or do they need to try to seek orgasm? Other ways to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. No, we should definitely seek. Ma'am, get your big O. Girl, you deserve, I'm going to tell a woman right now, you deserve <laughs> to have an orgasm. You deserve it. You get an orgasm. You get an orgasm. You get an orgasm. Everybody get an orgasm. Everybody get one. Um, no, you deserve one, sis. You deserve one. Do not listen. Yeah, Y'all get me riled up. Do not let no man tell you that he did all he could do. And that's it. Did they say that? Yeah, Do they, they say that? yes? I've done all yes. that I can. <laughs> I tried it, babe. You've done all you can. Yeah. You just <laughs> we done. I put you on the bed on your oh back. I did, I did everything. What you? What else do you want? Oh my god! Because you could be. <laughs> I mean, so serious. So you need stimulation, right? And there are so many different cool ways we can stimulate. And uh-huh. on top of that, what I've known and found out from a lot of women mm-hmm. who are not receiving orgasm from penetration is because we need ambiance we need the whole we need the whole everything the whole shebang we cannot some of us need more creativity yes in order to to reach an orgasm we can't just go into a room he take off his put his pants to his (laughs) knees and that's it give us a little five minutes and done and done and there are women who can have multiple orgasms with penetration i have i've known women who just like Every three minutes, she go, I said, wow, must be nice. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's so much fun, you know? But that's not, you know, that's yeah. not that's not everybody's situation. So right, right. sometimes we need we need the candles. Mm-hmm. We need we need to feel sex. Mm-hmm. We need the lingerie. Yes, we right. need the yes, Marvin Gaye. We yes, need the whole yes. thing. We need the kissing. I, I, Can I, we I, talk about? Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about yes. the the foreplay before there the bed. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to talk. Because, yeah. because I, I was just I about know, to talk about that. I know for women, mm-hmm. it doesn't start in a bedroom. It yeah. starts with the it text starts message. With, like, the text message. <laughs> the flowers you the sent compliments, last week. <laughs> compliments. You know, the, 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 like, the kiss on the forehead is yep. the big thing. So, so I think like the kindness, the kindness, the kindness throughout the day mm. or you know throughout what that is? the week or caring for me and yes. my feelings. You know what that yes. is? Making safe space for me. That's what separates the emotional and the physical. Because mm-hmm. women, yes. we are like we are so emotional. Yeah. yeah. We're so emotionally in tune. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that's what they say when uh, I don't know if you can attest to that, mm-hmm. but if a woman sleeps with a man, then they come emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. And then we're they think, although I do think men are still emotional, yeah, but they right, express right. it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just with us, for us women, that's the thing that we yeah, attach to. Yeah, where, yeah, oh, he likes yeah, me. It's the he, you know, it's yes. the words. He yeah. compliments and me. Yes. And he sends so me, he cares. Like, making love to my mind before yes. you yes. get to my body. Like, yes. I, I remember watching something where the guy is like, well, if you, um, no, the woman is like, uh, if you want this, you're going to have to go here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to seduce me. Like I need right to. Here. Like I know I need to start envisioning just by your kindness, kindness and your respect, and all of these things. I need to already want it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then now when we get to the bedroom, you won't mm-hmm. have to do much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So let me just. I want to make sure that mm-hmm. we are fair. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. Because this is not a one gender thing, right? And I can actually speak from experience. Mm-hmm. I, in some terms, am like a man. I don't need no stimulation. I don't need no text message. Yeah. Girl, I would see my husband walk through the room. I say, you. <laughs> <laughs> Go back in there. Uh, I got something. <laughs> not tonight. Now, go back in there. Um, let me find you real quick. Right yes, there. right there. I need to talk about that. Yeah, because I don't. I don't need. I don't need the. St- I don't need all the other stuff. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I mean, it's nice. It just makes right, it right more intense for him. Yeah, uh-huh. but it's not a need. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just look good. I have a crush on my husband. I have yeah. come to a realization mm-hmm. I that it. I have a crush on that man yeah. to where he just walk in a room. I'm like, ooh, the way you walked. Like, <laughs> You better walk in the room. I love it. The way you open that door. (laughs) All the time. I just like your head shape. (laughs) The back of your head is so fine. You know something? I can Mm. attest to that because sometimes Mm. my husband is uh, doing something in the house. And Mm. it's like random day. Nobody's sexy. Mm. Nobody's something. And I just look at him and I'm like... Oh my God! Yeah, this man so, is. I yeah, <laughs> I love how you said you have a crush on your husband. I definitely do too. Yeah. Because I think that those are the things that kind of keeps yeah. things a little yeah. more lively. Because yeah, right, you still right, have that feeling right. for that person. It's like you yeah, know, just oh. And you know something? A more intense one is when you mad at that person. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sometimes I'll be in the middle of an argument. Mm-hmm. Talking about makeup sex here. Yeah. It's well, a real thing. I mean, that's what you're yeah. talking about. Even if he doesn't get to that, though, that would stop the art. I would just look at him. Like, I would just, okay. it's like you caught yeah. a glimpse. Yeah. And then I saw his face. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, he's like, we are mad at each other. And we're arguing. Everybody's angry. And then I just look at him. <laughs> and I'm like, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like that. It'd definitely be like right, that for real. Right. So back to your original question of... Mm-hmm the just the foreplay aspect Mm -hmm. you have to do what works for your spouse because remember i'm a i'm a i'm a marriage intimacy and wellness coach so i'm big on marriage right and unit you have to do what you have a boyfriend it's not you you're not a That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> another conversation. But we don't. I don't want them people to feel on top of. But right, yes. right, 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 yeah. Right. But um, it the foreplay. We have to do what works for our spouse. Some of us, it is music and mm-hmm. dark room and candles. Some mm-hmm. of us, it's washing the dishes and helping me with oh these kids. Oh my god! That's my <laughs> love. Pick up the baby for me. That's Ooh, my love. Do language. that laundry for me. You know, that's that's all I needed. And I know men like that yeah. who are like, babe, you even I've been taking out the trash. I've been working in the yard. Yeah. You you have no dinner for me. Yeah. I'm hungry. You know yeah, what I mean? Like right, it starts right, with there. Yeah, you know, just being catered to. Yeah. You know, Destiny Shaw, that's on mm-hmm, catered to yeah, you. Yes, like it's yes. a it's a little, it's a literal thing. Like all of those things can be foreplay. Mm-hmm. And my husband, and I can speak on this because we him and I have already spoke about what I could talk about. Okay. Um, <laughs> he he likes the text messages. He likes mm-hmm. when acts of service. Mm-hmm. He loves acts of service. He is a oh, you helped me with the errands or you did something that I haven't mm-hmm. been able to complete. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. The kitchen is clean. Denzel's mm-hmm. put to sleep. Thank you so much. I'm ready for something now. Yeah. That's my husband. Oh, laundry's not done. I got to wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, did, this is not clean. No, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I got to wait. Mm-hmm. Me, baby, right here on these dirty clothes. <laughs> I don't care. But right. him, he likes order. Yeah. He's an organized yeah. man. Oh He's very God. methodical. Yeah. Wow. So everything has to be in its place. Yeah. Uh, like, I love that. Me, like, listen, that that's it's not my ministry. So, or, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> that's his. And I respect that. You know and what? I've noticed him I love, love me different mm-hmm. when 
I've taken care of certain things mm. first. I've seen it. I've seen it. Do you think I now that. that it's? I, I I almost think that God purposely put people that are so opposite in different ways on purpose. Yeah. Because every time we talk, sometimes you can see that some people are that way, and then the other partner is like, "You always like, okay, so who's the more organized one?" <laughs> I know. And I was like, know. I know. <laughs> I know. No, it yeah. de- it definitely it definitely works that way. It works really well for us. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's that. I know we spoke about orgasms as well and making sure we get them. And even just a little bit more on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. If you're not receiving an orgasm, yeah. change up your positioning. Okay. Change up your 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 moods and your right, and your right. your the types of positions that you guys do. Mm-hmm. Change it up a little bit. But what if you don't get orgasm through the positioning you like the different positions yeah, for that people we do? who for yeah for people who don't get penetration orgasm that we have to do stimulation okay the right. stimulation yeah yes. do okay, stimulation okay. we have to teach our spouses yeah. our oh, body yes, but right. you know it's so crazy sometimes we don't know because we don't know yeah. we don't know how to teach you because yeah. i don't even know what i like sometimes yeah. the men know it better yes that's what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. they know what yeah. they like and so one thing i will say you know i'm gonna drop some gems for y'all mm-hmm. yes. one thing i will say that i really love is a little exercise that i love giving to couples um y'all remember the game of operation where it's like the little the little man was laid on the operating table mm-hmm. and get to kind of like pick things up and without trying to get the buzzer to go off uh, it's like go with your spouse mm-hmm. on the bed okay. with the lights on mm-hmm. okay. during the daytime right and do things and let me re- respond to them wow. because we need to be able mm-hmm. because performing and checking my performance mm-hmm. at performance time mm-hmm. might not be a good That's time true. for yeah. me to communicate. Yeah. Baby, right. I don't like this. Yeah. If we know that on Tuesday nights we have sex and we've been waiting all night, mm-hmm. waiting all day for this right, day, right, right. we got the flowers, we got the bathroom yeah, and yeah. everything's right. I'm in my lingerie. Yeah. This might not be the time, the time to, to teach. Time to That's teach. True. Yeah. So let's on Monday day, yeah, Sunday day, mm-hmm. let's get together after church, after the weekend's been done, and let's play a game of operation. Mm-hmm. Touch me here. Ooh. Play with this. Mm-hmm. See what I like. Let's mm-hmm. explore with each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. Where And it's a safe space. We've created a space yeah. right. where we can, this is just for critiquing. Mm-hmm. This is for me to tell you what I like right. because it's really and it can be really saddening and it can kill a mood real quick. Yeah. If I think I'm doing something real sexy right. and you talk about, I actually don't like that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. You're like, dang. Well, I thought I was doing a good job. Spirit. So yeah. if we do it on a day that's not our sex day, but mm-hmm. it's a, a fun day. Right, Let's right. check out what we like. Let's explore with things. Yeah. Let's try out some positionings mm-hmm. with clothes on, maybe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. let's let's see if we can even get into these positions yeah, before yeah, yeah, we yeah. try them right. on performance night. You yeah. know? Do you recommend sex toys? I that was gonna be <laughs> so. <laughs> I recommend them to certain couples. Okay, they mm-hmm. are not for everybody. Okay. There are some people who've come out of addiction, right? Mm. If we've come, if I, and this is not bashing anybody that Mm -hmm. has a collection of sex toys, but there are people who have tried to come out of it before, right? Who it was detrimental to their faith and their spirituality. Mm -hmm. So let's just say I'm a woman who used to have over 50 dildos and toys, right? If I've had that collection and it was an addiction for me Mm -hmm. and now I'm getting married or now I'm married. My husband's not necessarily hitting it. So he's like, hey babe, let me get you a rose. Let me get you one of these. Let me get you a bunny rabbit. Let me get you this. And it's like, ooh, it puts me back into a place where I remember that I don't have control Mm -hmm. if I start using this again. Because while you're at work, Mm -hmm. 
or while you're gone on that business trip, it might be me and this rose. Exactly. And I might max out the rose because I've gone wow. back into something that I'm not comfortable with yet. Speaking mm. of addiction, mm-hmm. do you believe that there is a certain amount of time people should have sex? Because there are people that don't want, don't have sex every week. Mm-hmm. They just have mm-hmm. it once a month or two <laughs> twice to th- three times a month, whatever right, it is right. for, for hel- them. But what is considered healthy? So another one, there's going to be a hashtag. It's going to be a hashtag of the show, y'all. Mind your married business, right? <laughs> what, I love what, that. what works for you and your spouse? Right. Me and my household, we could say we do it every day or we do it five times, five mm-hmm. times a week, mm-hmm. right? That could be, somebody could be like, oh my God, <laughs> that's a lot. That's too much. They schedule their sex and I don't want to bash that couple. No, no. Yeah, schedule it. Yes. Do what you got to do yeah, to make it yeah. work for but you. But you're addicted to sex, there is such a thing as now sex addiction. But once again, yeah. and what I said before, yeah. healing. There you go. We need to have a come to Jesus meeting mm-hmm. where we talk about our healing. Yeah. I have to want to address that this is a problem. Mm. And addiction, what makes it addiction? Because I like having sex with my wife. Yeah. Is that an addiction? Yeah. Because I love having sex with my husband. Is yeah. that an addiction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is this a craving? Am I, yeah. is this a, I'm trying to fill a void? Mm. What is this? You know what I mean? Am I just trying to make time go right. by? So they need to see a therapist. Oh my God. Get the right healing. 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 Like and that's what I'm trying to say. Feel before we life. before we have fun with sex positions right. and oral and mm-hmm. giving new head tricks, we have to talk about mm-hmm. counseling. I counsel. Mm-hmm. We counsel. That's we right. pray. Right. We Bible. Right. We we Bible study. Yes. Because we're gonna get this word. Yes. Y'all yes. gonna get this word. Yes. That's right. Oh we're God. not just gonna we're yeah. gonna get the word and the orgasms. We're gonna get both. That's we're the gonna get, we're gonna get the word, the word and the, the orgasm. orgasm. <laughs> We're going to get both. We're not just going to have one or the other. I don't like this. I find this. This is such a meaningful time, this conversation. I think it it should keep going. We should come back for. Yeah, we got to do part part two. We'll do part two. Because you know why? It's like, it's even weird to me, even though I know like prayer and orgasm, like Bible an orgasm, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the kind of things that you hear often. That's the problem. And one thing that is, might be a little weird that I find is like praying while you're having sex. Oh my God. While or before, baby? Because those wow. are While you're connected. Yeah. Yeah. While you're connected. Because, because and, you, and the reason that I mentioned that as somebody who comes out of trauma, yeah. you have a lot of, you experience like, there are certain things that you experience in your body, yeah. you know, and and this is somebody that you love and things yeah. like that. And sometimes it could be something else unrelated that's yeah. happening during the weekend things. And yeah. then, you know, you still come together because you're so physically attracted to each other. Exactly. So the sex is always going to be there. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like because sometimes we talk about soul ties and things, and I think mm. marriage, people have like a specific type of power. They do. For you to like, you connected to each other. Yes. And put in a word to to so, God. To, to God the Father mm-hmm. while you're just like as one, like mm-hmm. intimately, physically, and nobody knows what's going on, but you know you're praying in your heart. I've had- no, listen, no, I, I can attest to that. Powerful moment. I think sex is a it. form of worship to God. And I've heard yes. a pastor said that. Yes. And yes. I believe truly that is a form of worship mm-hmm. to God. Because yeah. when it is done right, within right, the right. correct context that God created it yes, to be, right. it is the most powerful thing. Mm. It's the most powerful thing. And uh, there's so much that emanates from it. And if I can 
just say this. I'm not trying to be crude. I'm just trying to be yeah. honest, right? Mm-hmm. When you have and why I why marriage and married couples are my demographic, mm-hmm. and why they are my clientele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm big on it because I believe it's such a beautiful thing right. that has not gotten its full coverage as it needs mm-hmm. to. Yes. I feel like marriage sex is so pretty yes. and people have tried to tear it down and make mm-hmm. it less yeah, than that. Yeah. And it's not it's such a thing to be worthy and honored. And yeah. I can if I can just speak about myself briefly, mm-hmm. I can tell you before marrying my husband, mm-hmm. I had body image and shyness. Mm-hmm. And I I did not like my body. I did not mm-hmm. like myself, especially mm-hmm. post miscarriage. Mm-hmm. That was my first baby. And then I, I miscarried at six months. So I have the stretch marks mm-hmm. to prove I had a child. Mm-hmm. The the breasts were not where they used to be. Mm-hmm. They were bigger. And yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, like the stomach was hanging. Yeah. There were so many different things and flaws that I looked at myself and I did not like I was uncomfortable. Yeah. When I met my husband, yeah. When I met my husband, and when we engaged and being intimate with him the way he loved on this body yeah. the way he made me feel safe yeah. to where y'all i'm not the same person yeah. i'm not the same person yeah. i am more free in certain things like i yeah. wear more risque or right, daring right, things because right. somebody told me i look good yeah. and not just any man not the man right. at the gas station exactly. not the man yeah. at the right. 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 No. my husband said you look good i yeah. like this yeah he said that was all I needed. Awesome. And that love transformed mm. me. So if the love of a husband can do that to me. Yeah. What can the love of a father in the context mm. of this marriage bed do to the two of you? You know what I mean? We are we are strength training when we yes. have sex. Because yeah. we are worshiping. Yes. We are coming together as yes. one. Yes. We are giving God glory. Yeah. We are in loving each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's an exchange yeah. of power and love it right is. here. I please you, you please me. Yeah. There is no dominant, um, oh, I just sit mm-hmm. here and do nothing. No, we come in here together. Freedom. And this yeah. is why it's sad to me when I hear women who are just like, I don't really feel like it, but I'll let him have sex with me. So yeah. I'll just lay there. I don't want to hear that, baby. Yeah. No, you need to be the one calling the shots and be like, round two and three. <laughs> let's go. I want that yeah. for you. Unless you're yeah. sick. Because some people you... just don't have the high libido. Yeah, the and libido. Yeah. The libido yeah. is an issue in women. Yes. And we don't talk about it. That's a whole other That's a part two. We'll come back for it. Yeah, the libido is like, it's a really. Yeah, it is. It's a real issue for some women and for some men. So it's like, we have to address those trauma. We have to address those, you know, things that are going on in our body. Bodies and, mm-hmm. and kind of take care of ourselves in that way, but it, yeah, vaginisms like yeah. there are women whose uh, vaginas contract to where they can't take their husband. Doesn't matter what you put right, in there, yeah. right, nothing. Right. It's not going. Yeah, yeah. There's women who've been married for years who can't even have sex with That's their horrible. spouses. They can't yeah. even enjoy themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just like so. There are a lot of things that we can do, mm-hmm. and because you guys are a wellness podcast, yeah. this is definitely something that can be explored. There are ways to open up the body mm-hmm. to receive orgasms. There are ways, like the vagina. If I, you know, just little, mm-hmm. just a little sexual health here. Right, right. The vagina. And the vocal cords mimic each other. They mm-hmm. have to be stretched. They have to be warmed up mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. We cannot, and that does not matter what age you are. You can have vaginosis, vaginisms 
at any age right. where you can't just jump in and jump on. Mm-hmm. It's something we got to stretch first. Exactly. And we can make it sexy. That's right. We can stretch together. Let you let your man stretch you out, girl. That's right. Before we get in bed. <laughs> make it sexy. We have we so can, many good gems here. I know. We can like, yeah. and even like, you know, if, if, if hair, body hair is a mm-hmm. thing, let's shave together. Mm-hmm. Let's bathe together. Mm-hmm. Intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baby, I know you about to go down on me. Let's wash that beard together. <laughs> Let, you know, let's wash your nails together, ladies. Yes. Please. Yes. One thing that can throw off your pH yes. is dirty fingernails and bad breath. Oh my goodness. And it's yes, it's, it's real though. Yeah. If he does if he has um halitosis, yeah. he has bad breath, yeah. he has bad teeth, teeth yeah. decay, all that. Yeah. Yeah, he is transferring that, that right into that. her. Put it in your right into the kit. Yeah, the the kid is not up. purring no more. She's Wash crying. Up. Take care oh, of your God. vagina. Yes, take, take care it. of your. Right. your take care your, of your penis. Yes, take care of your right. hands. Right. Yes, take care of your mouth. Yes, <laughs> take care of everything. everything. If that is what you're into, and yes. I not everything is for everybody, and I'm right. very yeah. open and fine mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, y'all just. Don't listen to well, that. Kayla, I am so happy <laughs> you came in. I am so happy you. I mean, we talked. We unpacked yes. a lot, and yes. so yes. we have so little we time, did. but yes. we unpacked a lot. And I'm so grateful you actually came in. You know, just pour out what you know yes. with us. Like this was this yeah. this was this is gonna help a lot of yes, y'all. And if you if you're if you feel like you're blessed by this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend because mm-hmm. we you know you have that one friend that need a that, <laughs> you know. know you have that one married couple that just need an orgasm. Please. Share this podcast with them. And I am so happy Mm -hmm. that you joined us. And we're just Mm going to go into our last segment Mm -hmm. and just think of one word when it comes to sexual wellness. What is one word that you want to remember? And then we can move from there. One word. Just Mm -hmm. one word. Enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Enjoyment. Freedom. Ooh. Ooh. Come on now, church. <laughs> That's it. Free. Vulnerability. Ooh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Emotional safety. Ooh. Ooh. Come on. <laughs> yes. We could go on. That's two words. words. Yes, two words. But, well, that is it, guys. And if you have a word, make sure you drop it down in the comments and let us know what your sexual wellness and what is the sexual wellness journey looks like to you. And we're so excited to have you, Kayla. And this is Obel and Patricia. Patricia. Kayla. Well, mind your wellness. Because it's your business. (laughs) Bye, guys.